Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Chasing Banners. I'm your host, Ryan Sheehan. Today, I will not be joined by my beautiful co-host, Dante Turo, the man who usually starts off the shows with the introductions. I will miss him dearly today. He is a little under the weather right now, so you're just going to hear a lot of me today. I'm going to break down a few games that uh, we were able to watch over the past week. A um, few postponements got on the way there, but we eventually were able to get back on track and see some Celtics basketball. So, again, I am your host, Ryan Sheehan. You can find me at 401 Sheehan on Twitter. You can also find my other podcast, Sheehan's World, um, on Instagram and Twitter, but I'll plug that at the end of the show. Let's just get into some good Celtics talk here. So, to start off, the Celtics last week, they had a, a few postponed games due to health and safety protocols. Um, Jason Tatum is currently in that. We had Rob Williams, Grant Williams, Tristan Thompson in it. Um, it got to the point where we really weren't even going to be able to really have a team. So there were a few postponed games. One of them was a Miami Heat game. One of them was the Orlando Magic game. And there was a, another game in there also. So they were lucky to get those games in. Uh, the first game that I would like to talk about is the Orlando Magic game, which happened on Friday. Um, so we had a good win. Celtics played well. 124-97 win with a depleted roster. Again, no Tatum. Jalen Brown really be the, being the star of the team for this game. He had 21 points, two rebounds, eight assists. Eight assists right there is something you love to see. That's ball movement getting in. That's him um, just creating plays. That's him being a playmaker. So with the absence of Tatum, Brown really needed to step up, and that's what he did. So having the eight assists in there was beautiful. And also with the absence of Tatum, that means more guys have to step up. So we had uh, Tristan Thompson. He did not score that much. But he did end up with 11 rebounds, and he was huge on the defensive end when it came to rebounding with uh, 10 defensive rebounds, only finished with the assist. Um, and then we had Jeff Teague, who had a big game, who, you know, he's been kind of inconsistent with the scoring. Um, he has one hot game, and then the next game he's a little off. But he was fine. He was on. He was 17 points. He had one rebound, two assists. And then our guy Marcus Smart, he was right there with him, 14 points two rebounds and two assists. Uh, Marcus shot five, five for 13 from the field. He shot four of 10 from three. Jeff Teague shot five or 10 for the field, two of four from three. And Jalen went six for 12 from the field and two of five from three. Um, Jalen Brown only taking 12 shots in this game um, was pretty unbelievable because, you know, since he's Jalen and he's the star of the show, he should be getting the ball. But uh, the reason why he did not was because he wasn't even really needed in the fourth quarter. Um, the boys were open, able to open it up enough, and Taco Fall and a bunch of the bench guys were able to run it for a little while. So a couple guys that stood out there in the game, Peyton Pritchard, of course, this guy we've talked about so much this year. Um, he continues to be who um, we really need, not even so, something we expected from him, but it's something we definitely needed, and he's showing up. Like he said, he put up 16 points, four rebounds, three assists. He shot six of 13 from the field, went four of eight from three. So that's good. Uh, 50% from three on eight shots. That's that's really, really good. So if he can uh, start to get to a point like that during the season 
where he just starts to become a sharpshooter and he's, you know, taking eight a game and he's hitting 50%. That's great. Hey, Semi Ojale, our guy too. Um, he's been someone on the Celtics, you could say, just the Celtics team, if he continues to play like this at the end of the season, could win most improved player on the Celtics team. Not in the league, but on the Celtics. Um, he'll obviously be competing with Jalen for that. But honestly, I would give it to Semi over Jalen because Jalen had a massive jump last year. And Semi, we have yet to see anything like this. I mean, he has been playing great. Um, he can actually be put into the rotation now uh, without having to worry about what he's going to do. Um, so this is literally what we have been waiting for. He put up 18 points, six rebounds, one assist. He shot great from the field. He went six for 10. He shot three for six from three. I mean, it's semi. I mean, keep doing this, man. It, it, there's nothing else we really need much from him. Um, if he can continue to put up solid numbers like this, it's going to be really hard to um, try and keep him off the off the floor. I mean, he, he can even start at some point if we really needed to, if he keeps improving his game. So semi usually if he keeps this up this the whole year, on the Celtics team, I would have to give the most improved to Semi just because of how well he's been playing. So it's still an early season. Uh, still got a long way to go. So there's still a lot that can happen. There's still a lot of improvements that can be made. Um, Aaron Neesmith was able to get some time. He played it uh, just under 19 minutes. Uh, only really ended with five points. He's still struggling a bit. He's It's it's really going to take Aaron Neesmith a little while. Um, I had said this on previous episodes. He's just not ready for the NBA game yet. Um, even in a game like the Orlando Magic where they're getting blown out, he is still not ready. Um, the G League being absent this year is really killer. Um, Dante brought it up last week when I said I think he really needs the G League. Well, Jalen Brown, um, he didn't even really get to play a lot of his first season, and he had a really slow start. So we we can wait and see. Um what happens with Neesmith, but my personal opinion, I, I really think he needs the G league. Um, I think this is like a different scenario from what Jalen had. I mean, Jalen, when he first came to the team, yeah, he didn't play a lot, but I mean, if he needed the G league, it was there for him. So, I mean, Aaron Neesmith, he has really um, no second option. He just has to stay on the bench, watch and keep fighting for those minutes. Cause really that's the only way this season he's going to be able to play is if he can show Brad Stevens why he should be on the floor. So it's it's going to take him a while. Um, I don't really know if we'll ever really see Neesmith this this season. Um, I think it's really just going to be in games like this he'll be able to come in if they're getting blown out. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, playoff basketball, um, close games, just I Neesmith will not be there. So he still has a lot to improve on. He, he shot two or seven from the field. He went one for five from three. Um, but in 18 minutes, um, putting up seven shots and getting five points, definitely, definitely a lot to improve on there. Uh, Javante Green, he played well. Uh, played 20 minutes, four for six from the field, 0 for two from three, which is fine, though. Um, he put up a good 10 points. Uh, Tremont played a bit, only shot one time, put up nine points, three points. Uh, I mean, um, I'm sorry, put up three points in nine minutes uh, and put up a shot. Um, and then Taco Fall hit a big shot uh, off the backboard, which everyone thought was a three, but it was actually ended up being a two-pointer. He ended with six points, 
Um, he also had five rebounds, zero assists. He went three for three from the floor, so that's great for him. Um, and, and this is these opportunities for um, Taco Fall is really what he needs. He is still here for a reason. Like, it's just that simple. Like, if they didn't believe Taco Fall could be somewhat of a help to this team, then he would have been gone by now. This guy, he's a project. He's working his ass off. I mean, this guy wants to be a part of this team. So if he can come in and he can put up numbers like this in a situation where this could happen again this season, where we need a big guy, throw him in there. I'm perfectly fine with that. I want Taco in the game. I want to see him play. I don't think he should start. I don't think he should even be like um, really in the rotation during the middle of the game. I think he still has a long way to go. But if he can continue to prove himself like this, it's going to be hard uh, for anyone to really say why doesn't he deserve those minutes during the middle of the game. Uh, But Taco, he's working hard. He's going to keep working his ass off. Um, I'm hoping that we can continue to see him because he's been playing well. He's He really has. I, I think the hard work is is starting to show off. I mean, we've only really seen him for a few games, but in those few games, you can definitely see the improvement um, from Taco Fall. So uh, the Celtics, that, that was pretty much it. Um, they had a lot of guys uh, above 20 for a plus minus. Not not a lot, but, but a few guys. Peyton Pritchard was a uh, a plus 24, Marcus Smart was a plus 28, and then Jalen was a 15, Grant 14, Tristan 13, Jeff Teague 14. So overall, um, everyone played well. Um, obviously, some good defense. Wasn't really close except for the first half. Um, but other than that, they really started to open it up in the second half. The Orlando Magic did not have the game they thought they would have, but – Still still a battle. Cole Anthony, the rookie, got some time. He had 15 points shot, 7 for 18 from the field, 1 for 6 from 3. He also, uh, if I'm correct, yes, he did. He had five turnovers. We were all over him. So Jeff Teague, um, having the experience he has, was able to just completely toy with Cole Anthony during the game. You know, it was just a clinic for him. Cole Anthony being a rookie, um, he is a very good rookie, but – he was getting toasted by Jeff Teague. So that just shows, you know, he has a long way to go because you should not be getting cooked by um, Mr. Jeff Teague. But they did have 11 turnovers. So the Celtics on the defensive end were very active. We ended up having 10 turnovers. So, you know, they were very active. But um, crucial mistakes just made on our end which um, really tends to happen most of the times. Something I wanted to point out before this game happened, Brad Stevens discussed how with the team, the Orlando Magic teams uh, coached by Clifford, they are they play hard. It doesn't matter who's on the roster. It's, it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, they're very good at holding on to the ball, and that's a key to the game the Celtics really needed to exploit. Um, they really needed to have this team turn the ball over. So they did a great job of that, and they really exploited – um, the inexperience of Cole Anthony and five turnovers. I mean, that that's just a tough day at the office for him. So him trying to really build a name for himself, his rookie year, um, he had a run-in with the Celtics. Not an easy team to go against. So um, they, they really did a good job at that. But overall, they really just did a good job of not allowing this team to even shoot that well. I mean, they shot 40% from the field. They shot 25% from three. 
um, you know, we out, we, they out rebounded us by 146 to 45. So we we're very active on the glass. And so were they. So, you know, they, it was a good, good fought game for this Celtics team uh, with the absence of Jason Tatum. Um, Rob Williams wasn't there either. And Carson wasn't there. Kemba obviously wasn't there, uh, who actually did come back for the next game. So, um, but the Magic were missing a, a, a few key guys. Markel Fultz, who had just gotten hurt um, recently which is just so unfortunate for him. I mean, I don't think there's anyone really in the league that roots against this guy. Um, he was actually a target for the Celtics at one point during the draft a few years ago. So I, I hope this guy um, really finds peace with his injuries because I I think there's a lot there for him. Um, I think he has a lot to give to a team, and I think it's just so unfortunate that this continues to happen to him. So Marco Fultz didn't play. Uh, Jonathan Isaac didn't play. Mo Bamba, uh, just a few guys. So Mo Bamba was in the health and safety protocols. Uh, Evan Fournier was ill. So there's that. So that was the Celtics uh, versus Magic. We're going to move on to the Celtics versus Knicks. Uh, we did get to see our guy, Kemba Walker, come back and play, but it was not a very good uh, first game back for him. Which is fine. You know, I mean, he's been he's been out for months. He hasn't had any preseason, any training camp, anything like that. So first game back, can't really expect a lot from him. But this was uh, a very embarrassing loss, to say the least. Uh, 105 to 75 was the final score. Um, us having 75. That was just absolutely atrocious. <laughs> um, and, and to this New York Knicks team, I mean, they have a couple good guys in there. You know, they have... They have Julius Randle. I mean, they have the the, the young stud in R.J. Barrett. Uh, they have the young rookie, Emmanuel Quickly. They have guys, but, I mean, losing 105 to 75 to this New York Knicks team, it, as a fan, as, as someone who follows the team close and, you know, covers them, it is a really disgraceful loss. So let's get into it a bit here. Uh, Jalen Brown, he was our top guy again. He was, we really needed him to play big. Uh, he did show up. He put up 25 points, went nine for 20 from the field. Uh, struggled a bit from three, went three for nine, four for five from the free throw line, but able to put up 25 points, six rebounds, three assists, negative um, 27, which is tough. Uh, so that was not a good day for him. I mean, negative 27 is just that's just that's just tough so um grant williams he got some time in there also uh he went one for five from the field oh for four from three uh he put up three points two rebounds one assist in 24 minutes just absolutely um absolutely atrocious there uh kemba walker he played first game back uh didn't really expect a lot from him and he didn't really do a lot for him he went three for 13 from the field Oh, one for eight from three, which is just, oh my gosh, absolutely atrocious. He put up nine points, put up four assists, three rebounds, which is fine. Those are solid, but and you don't like to see Kemba Walker go one for eight from three and even three, three for 13 from the field. Uh, again, it was his first game back, so he does have some rust to get off of him, but that is a very, very um, tough showing uh, to, to come back. Um, Tristan Thompson, 
Uh, he didn't even play that well either. He only had six boards. He played 26 minutes. So six boards, uh, three points, zero assists, one for five from the field. I, I mean, there there was there's not a lot here when it comes down to the performances. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, he played 17 minutes, didn't even play that well either. He put up three points, one for three from the field, one for three from three. Um, so that's what he did. Um, but you know, there, there, there wasn't really a lot of bright spots with this game. Uh, there was only two guys in double digits and that was Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart went, um, had 10 points on four for 15 shooting and oh, for seven from three. Um, so our, our top three guys there, three for nine for Jalen, oh, for seven for Marcus and one for eight for Kemba. You're definitely not going to win like that. No way. And even if Jason Tatum, was in this game. I I mean, how much better are you going to do when your guys are shooting like absolute shit? So um, that's basically an understatement for how they played. Um, so very, very tough game against the Knicks. It's Semi, who we've been, you know, giving praise to. He went 0 for 6 from the field. He had four points. Um, it just wasn't a good day at the office. We had 17 turnovers. I there's just there's just like not much more there. 17 turnovers. You, you you're not gonna win off 17 turnovers. They out rebounded us 53 to 43. Just absolutely out hustled us. And and you know this isn't just the Celtics issue this year. This is a whole NBA issue this year. There has been blowout games. Not not even like just one or two like. Very common we see blowout games like this in the NBA this year. Um, with the Celtics and even just in teams in general, they there's a lot of teams that use the hype of their fans to help them come back into the game. So with the absence of fans, with the absence of having that extra uh, factor to the game, the Celtics were unable to even, even creep back into this game. Uh, he just kept opening up on them. And once it started to open up on them, they just started to really just give up uh, i mean they they started to crash and burn halfway through this game um so there's there's just really much not much you can do it was 48 to 35 um at the end of the first half but they were already completely outplaying us i mean julius randall if there's one guy i want on this celtics team and you know for them to use the tpe on it, it'd be definitely julius randall because this guy is an absolute problem Put up 20 points against us, 12 rebounds, four assists, seven for 14 from a field, two for five from three. Uh, this this guy is, is is a problem. There's really no one on the defensive end that could really guard him. Um, and you would assume it was Tristan Thompson, but he was just not getting stopped by anyone. If the, if the Celtics somehow could get this guy, that would be unreal. I mean, I think he should definitely be a target and definitely be on their radar. And I, I'm pretty sure Julius Randle is on everyone's radar this year. So um, he wasn't the only one that performed, though. R.J. Barrett put up 19, 5'11 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. Uh, helped, out, helped out a bit with three assists. And, and um, oh, my mistake, he helped out a bit with three assists and 11 rebounds. So R.J. Barrett, 19 points, 11 rebounds. That's, that's going to kill us, too. I mean, Julius Randle, 20 and 12. R.J. Barrett, 19 11. So that's just not going to do much about that. Um, Emmanuel quickly, the rookie did well too. He played well. Uh, he had 17 points. He went seven for 12 from the field, two or four for three. Uh, he also helped out with eight assists, but there's, 
this is just a game that you completely want to forget about, but it's also a game that's going to come back to kill you. Um, Just a really embarrassing loss. Like there's just, there was no hope in coming back in this game. As soon as the Celtics went down, they just really could not come back. So not really a lot of bright spots again. Um, There's not much to really say about this game because you know, what, what, what do you want to be said? What do you, what, what positives do you find in a blowout loss like that? So you just got just got to keep looking uh, forward to the next couple of games coming up, which I will pull up right now. Uh, the Celtics have a matchup coming up on Wednesday um, with the 76ers. That's going to be a big game. I'm excited for that one. And then immediately after, they play the 76ers again. Uh, there's going to be a lot of games, uh, series like this this year where we play the same team twice in a row. Um, so there's that. And then on Sunday, we will have the Cavaliers. Uh, so Dante and I will most likely talk about the two 76ers games and the Cavaliers game, uh, next Monday. And then that Bulls game will also be on next Monday. So we got a good couple games, uh, showing up, uh, the Celtics should definitely be able to take at least one of those 76ers games. Uh, the 76ers were on top of the East before they started having their issues with, COVID. So these 76ers and Celtics games, these are going to be close. Uh, and the Cavaliers, the Celtics should be able to pull it out. I mean, they got Colin Sexton. They just acquired Jarrett Allen. They got Andre Drummond, who just put up a 30-20 game the other day. Uh, done that plenty of times in his career. But the Celtics should be able to pull that game out. So upcoming, the next upcoming three games, I have them going 2-1. and one. You, you hope they... Uh, could take at least one of those from the Sixers, and you you hope they beat that Cavaliers team. But ladies and gentlemen, I do not have much else to say today. Um, I'm upset that Dante couldn't obviously come on. He was ill. So, you know, I just um, tried doing the best I can to break down these games for you. But I'm happy you guys were able to join me, take time out of your day and listen. Uh, I thank you so much for taking out of your Ted out of your day to do this because I know it can just be tough listening to one guy talk about um, the Celtics. Usually it's just Dante and I, but I appreciate you all. So until next time, everyone, I hope you stay healthy. I hope you stay safe and I hope you stay consistent in your life. Something Dante and I love to do is stay consistent. Um, But until next time, everyone, peace out. Go Celtics. Thank you so much for listening to me. Hope to catch you next time. Banners.